Many of us remember the Indiana Jones movie Searching of the Lost Ark. The Ark is an amazing phenomenon that I want to share with you and I want to be able to explore with you its meaning and what it was all about. Many of us have seen the famous pictures of the Golden Ark, the Ark that housed the Ten Commandments. So when God Almighty gave the Ten Commandments to Moses and he presented Moses the five books of Moses, as we know, the Torah, the Bible, God said that he wants to have a dwelling place in this world. He wants to create a place, an epicenter, where godliness will be able to reign freely and openly in a revealed way. And he gave the instructions to build a tabernacle. The tabernacle is a temporary structure that as the Jews traveled in the desert for 42 times, they would assemble and disassemble. In this structure, there were various altars, there were being sacrifices, there was the menorah that brought light, there was the showbread where they would have 12 loaves of bread that were made fresh from Friday to Friday. And there was the incense, the altar where they made incense. And that was the epicenter of godliness that was in a very revealed way. But there was one place which is referred to as the Holies of Holies. And only the high priest was allowed to go in there once a year on the Day of Atonement. In this place, Holy of Holies, is where the Holy Ark rested. So let me describe to you what this Holy Ark looked like and what was inside of it and what energy emanated from it. So the Ark itself consists of three boxes. One box is acacia wood and the two other boxes were gold. And they were open boxes. In the center box, was the Ten Commandments. Both the first Ten Commandments that Moses brought down and broke, and the second set that Moses got later on, both of those Ten Commandments are there encased in this ark. In addition, there were four rings that the two very long poles were put through so that when needed to carry, they were able to carry it. The covering to this ark was absolutely an extraordinary one of a kind. The way the instructions were given to Moses is to build the covering to be solid gold with a crown around it and in the center to have two cherubs which were like angels with wings facing each other, and the face should be a face of children. One boy, one girl. That is what the ark looked like. What was an incredible sight to be seen? The concept of bringing God from heaven to earth. It happened right there in this Holy of Holies. What's very interesting is, the construction of this ark, the instructions were so detailed that the covering 
and the cherubs they have to be hammered out of one solid piece of gold what a task what an extraordinary task in other words a typical craftsman a typical goldsmith would create each cherub on its own would chisel it out and then bring it to the ark bolt it or weld it to the cover and there you would have it no the instructions was that you must hammer out the whole cover and these two angels with the children's faces out of one solid piece of gold there cannot be any attachments no parts one solid gold that was an extraordinary task what a tall order well you can ask even a greater question when God gave the Ten Commandments he made it very clear not to make any carven faces and here we're taking an image and we're carving out the image of two children the utmost question is why was it necessary to do this extraordinary craftsmanship to chisel out to hammer out these two cherubs out of one hunk of gold which is almost an impossible feat to accomplish but yet it was accomplished and why were these angels bearing faces of children one boy one girl one of the wonderful explanations that I have came across was about the fundamental existence of humanity humanity exists only when there is a future of children our children are our future as a matter of fact before God gave Moses the Ten Commandments he asked Moses I'm going to give you the most valuable gift ever given to mankind how do I know that it is going to be preserved that you're going to follow it so Moses says well there are the great prophets they guarantee that it will be followed God said no they're they're gonna grow up and die out well then there are the elderlies and there are the teachers and then there are the parents nothing satisfied God Moses said the children are the guarantors of the Torah God said now you got it that's when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments yes it is the children that secures the future of humanity and that is what the ark was teaching us and that's why these angelic faces was a face of a young boy and a young girl because that's referencing our future the children we must invest everything in our children we must invest in their education in their nurturing and giving them everything they need not just physically materially but spiritually as well because they are going to be the ones who's going to be carrying on from one generation to the next thus comes the lesson of why these two angel cherubs were hammered out from one chunk of gold versus assembling a bunch of pieces together and making it much easier for the craftsman to do it is about how do we educate our children there are two worlds of thoughts some parents say that children 
we need to give them the freedom of choice. Let them choose. Let them learn from trial and error and let them grow up and make their own choices out there. One of my most painful events were when a Jewish mother gave birth to a boy and I called them up and I asked, so let's talk about the circumcision. And this was a very liberal woman, a Jewish woman, who has 3,300 years of history behind her, tells me, Rabbi, we decided that we shouldn't decide for the child to have a circumcision. We want to wait for the child to grow up. Let him make his own decisions. And I spent a couple hours on the phone trying to understand this concept. Here is a baby eight days old. He is counting on his parents to do what's right for him. And it's been right since Abraham that every Jewish male has a circumcision. All of a sudden, you are now going to decide that you're going to wait for him to grow up and make that decision. That is the fundamental concept of what we're dealing with over here. One thought, one school of thought is let the child grow up and learn from trial and error and learn from other cultures, learn from other religions, and then come to an educated decision. Well, we know that leaving children on their own devices, on their, making their own decisions, has not been very successful. Versus the other school of thought, that you need to give your children nurture, not leave it up to nature, but nurture. Give the child the love, the education, the morals, the ethics, the inspiration, the love, the warmth, just like we got it from our parents and grandparents or great-grandparents, that we need to keep that bond close and give the children the solid education, not to leave it onto themselves, but we educate them. And that is one of the fundamental parts that we need to teach our children. And that is why the ark was hammered out of one hunk of gold, because the children needs to be one with the ark. It cannot be fragmented, cannot be parts and pieces. It needs to be solidly grounded to be part of the ark. When the whole ark is one piece of gold, and that's where the child feels that the child knows that I am part of the ark. I'm not separate. I'm not a fragmented. I'm not parts. I wasn't bolted here. I wasn't welded here. But I am organically a part of God. I am organically part of this ark. I am one with the ark. And that is the lesson of the ark to us, teaching us the future of humanity is when children are taught and are demonstrated that they are one with the Ten Commandments. They're not separate but they are one. Understanding that the Ten Commandments and the whole Torah, the whole Bible, are not restrictions. Many people think, oh, it's so hard to observe all the laws, the 613 commandments, even the seven general laws. They are not restrictions, but they are guidelines. Just like when a patient goes to a doctor. And the doctor comes and says, listen, 
For you to be healthy and well, I have to give you a diet, what you need to live by. If you follow this diet, you would live a healthy life. But if you go off this diet, you're only hurting yourself. That is exactly what the Torah is. God knows what's best for us. When we follow what God tells us, then we'll live a long life. But if we veer off the part, then we're only hurting ourselves. In the more modern days, we have learned about the laser beam. Generally, light in itself has its nature that at the source of the light, it's most powerful. But as the light moves on, it separates, it diverses itself. The rays go in all many different directions. That's the nature of light. But when they came up with the laser beam, they came up with an interesting phenomena that when you take the light and you keep it together and you don't let it spread out, but you keep it tight together, this laser beam never loses its source of light. As a matter of fact, it could be so powerful that it can penetrate through metal. Why? Because the laser beam is contracted and is limited to itself. This analogy is so true with life. That when we stay focused, we take our morals and our ethics. We take the laws of the Ten Commandments, of the Bible, of the Torah, and we keep it together. It keeps us focused. We don't fragment and just dilute ourselves out there like the rays of light, but we keep the light together. Then we can be a powerful laser beam. Now you know all about the holy ark in the temple. A fascinating phenomenon. No one really knows where the ark is. Um, some say it's buried by the under the Temple Mount, right near the Western Wall. Um, as a matter of fact, there are tunnels that have been excavated. Now, as we go descend into the tunnels, there's one area that points to where the Holies and Holies were. And some say that's where the Ark is buried. When the Messiah comes, it will be revealed once again. But the Holy Ark is a representation that God has not left us. God is with us. God gave us the ark for him to rest his presence. Each one of us can be an ark. Each one of us can welcome God in us. And God is ready to come there. Just let him in. And let's learn from the ark the importance of educating our children with truth, educating our children with nurture, and letting them know that they are one with God, one with you, one with the Ten Commandments. And they will grow up to give you much delight and pleasure growing up in the right path, in the right ways. And ultimately, with God's blessing, for a happy and prosperous, successful life. God bless you. God loves you.